if we opened up a car fixing shop, say for whatever reason, and we are gonna make a shit ton of money, we are gonna be millionaires, I still have zero interest in that, no interest in learning about it, no passion towards it. Like, I don't care if that's gonna make me money. The whole point is not to make money while I want to make money. I want to enjoy what I'm doing, right? I want to enjoy the work. I want to enjoy the, you know, like what goes into that. So. Welcome back to En Route, the Power of Travel podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about the reality of turning your passion into a business. So we're going to get into the pros, the cons, and the things you want to think about before you do that. So welcome back to the show again. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and we are healthcare travelers who have been traveling the U.S. and the world for the last nine years. And on this show, we want to talk to you about the lifestyle of a healthcare traveler. We've been traveling for nine years and we really feel that our journey, our adventure, our life really opened up when we left Florida and started as healthcare travelers. Since then, we've become entrepreneurs, which we talk about in this podcast. We talk about the crazy stories on the road to all the way to us literally planning an adult gap year. Yeah. We get into all of it. We talk about all the travel things and share all the lessons we learn, the tips, the stories, everything with you guys here on the show. Yep. So if you are a healthcare traveler or you want to be, this is the place for you because this is the fun side of learning what this life can really bring to you. But before we get into the show, we do want to talk to you about our amazing supporter, our online school for healthcare travelers, Traveler School. Traveler school. Back again. <laughs> Back for the win. Traveler school is our online course for healthcare travelers. It's a seven module course that walks you through everything you need to know to prepare for life on the road and to set yourself up for financial success. And we walk you through step by step. So, yeah. so no more searching the Googles, no more searching YouTube for questions that you don't even know you had. We put it all in one easy to learn place that you can follow along. We are here to support you. There are over 500 plus students in this course that are there on a private Facebook group to walk you through any questions you might have and just support you along your journey. So go check it out. It is a self-paced course, which means as soon as you enroll, you get instant access to all the modules, all the bonuses, and you have lifetime access. So you can go through it at your own pace, on your own time. It is there for you whenever you are ready. And you can head over to kimandarengcom forward slash t-school and get all the details and go ahead and enroll. And we'll see you inside. It is, setting the tone here, some context, it is Saturday. Welcome, babe. Well, welcome. It's nice to do do a show with you. Hey, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for being here. (laughs) No, not them, you. I was talking to you specifically. Oh, I've seen you all day. I know. (laughs) So, it's Saturday around 4.30 and we are recording this episode and prepping for Aaron to start his new contract oh, on Monday, yeah. which he, I didn't even realize because I had been working in St. Louis, but it had been nine, it's been nine months since you've walked into a hospital. Wrong. I did go into Chicago 
Oh yeah, okay. In that's November, true. but that was only for three weeks. Yeah. So it didn't feel it, it. It had the feel of a contract, and it did feel like thirteen weeks and three weeks. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't a full contract. So you got nine months off with a little three week hoorah there. Yeah. yeah. And we're recording the podcast today. So tomorrow is Sunday. So we're going to go for a hike and just have that whole day where Aaron can relax. I'm going to cook him a delicious little dinner and pack his, his little lunch <laughs> and then send him on his way Monday. Which we'll be redoing this next Sunday when Kim starts no, her first day. I'm not going. It's just funny <laughs> because like the, the biggest thing that I am feeling right now is it's been nine months or so where I haven't had the Sunday scares. I know. And the Sunday scares are real, people. That shit is real, bro. It is something that I've been running from for almost 13 years now. Well, it's it kind of is a segue into what this episode is about because one reason, well, like one of the biggest reasons we even wanted to even entertain the idea of starting our own business or doing our own thing was because every Sunday, literally, Aaron and I would be like, punching the pillows, crying ourselves to sleep, setting our alarm clocks, just like, how do we have to start another week in the grind, in the hospital, doing work that feels uninspiring? Like, why? And it was every Sunday we would be just, like, in tears. Well, and then you also have to take into account, it wasn't for me the fact of going to work on Monday. It was the fact of really looking that I have to be there Monday through Friday. And then if it was a weekend of call, that's seven days. Then starting back on Monday again, just to have the next day to my leisure, you know, almost 14 days away. Yeah, it like, seems like a gauntlet. Ugh. It was always a gauntlet that like, okay, tomorrow, like I'm going to close my eyes. And the next time they open, when my alarm goes off, I know I'm lacing up, I'm hitting the ground running, and I'm going to be in a gauntlet until God knows when. That's why traveling's so amazing. Exactly, because you always know you can like to like you start Monday. Okay, put your head down, grind it out. You've got three months, and at the end of that three months, you are free again. Right. And knowing that for me gets me through anything. Like my contract this time is only eight weeks, and knowing that I'm like, okay, like it's eight weeks. Mm-hmm. You can do anything for eight weeks, and when you can see that end date, it's like it just makes it so much. Well, easier, and I gotta so. say the bonus to this one, which I'm not used to, is I work Monday, Tuesday. I'm off Wednesday, mm-hmm. so we've already planned a really exciting dinner for Tuesday night to celebrate. So obviously. I'm like, so I just got <laughs> Monday and Tuesday. That's all I'm focusing on right now. Monday and Tuesday. And here's a little like tip is. You know, we always like to plan little things that get us excited because mm-hmm. it really does. It, it keeps the momentum going. It gets you. It just like gives you something to look forward to. So we've been wanting to go to this sushi restaurant in town and the, the reservations are hard to get. And we decided that we were they had a reservation open on Tuesday. So Aaron's like, okay, get through Monday and Tuesday. And then Tuesday night we get to go have a fun dinner. And then I'm off Wednesday. So it's kind of like, I don't know, it feels like a little mini weekend. It does. You know? And then I start back Thursday, Friday, and yeah. then I'm done for the weekend. But it's like the little things yeah. that kind of just get you through. So, all Absolutely. right. Here, here's the thing, guys. We, I think the title of this was Don't Turn Your Passion Into a Business Which is like the complete opposite of what you always hear us talk about. And so (laughs) we are like totally contradicting ourselves. But that's why we wanted to talk about it. Because we want to kind of give some context behind what we we mean 
Which is really funny. I don't know why when why you were you just do that? when you were just I, I gave Kim the the halt. I thought I was saying like I'm trying to work on it, you guys. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a mess! But I gave her the uh, the halt because I was laughing because I was going through our old files and every banner that I saw from our uh, health coaching and fitness and lifestyle and spirituality <laughs> business that we created was turn your passion into a lifestyle and like turn your passion into money and passion, 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 yeah. live your passion. And it, it was, it's where you start. It's I understand. So and and I do feel that there are some beliefs around that, but we're going to clear that up in this episode. Well, and here's the thing. I, I still believe that, that you should, we always talk about, we've always wanted to create something we enjoyed, something we felt creative in, something we felt inspired by doing, we felt fulfilled by, it was motivating to us, it was meaningful, right? Like that's important, okay? So that hasn't, it's not like we're, like that has never changed, but what we're going to get into in this episode is two things we want to talk about. Number one. The reality of what that actually means when you take something you're passionate about, something you enjoy, and you try to turn it into a business, you try to monetize it, and how that can change things and what that really looks like. So it's not just like, turn your passion into a business. Like, what does that really mean? So that's what we want to dig into in this episode. And the second thing is the cliche that we always hear, and it really does drive me crazy, is the whole notion of if you love what you do, you're never going to work another day in your life. And that's bullshit, okay? And so we want to just kind of get into these two topics and share some insight as entrepreneurs, as people who have turned something we love into a business, what the reality, what it really looks like, and some things for you to take away and think about if it's something you're interested in doing as well. Yeah, so the... The first thing, I guess, of turning your passion into a business, um, the, the big part about that is looking at it, it does change how you experience what you once saw as something you loved. Can I just say something before we even get yeah. into that? Is that I want to start out by just saying just because you love something or you have an interest or a passion in something doesn't mean it's a good business. So you have to really look at that just as a side note. Like a business is something that adds value, that fills a void, that fixes a problem, that serves a community. It's something people want, right? Like a business has to be able to have legs to serve people and make money. And so just because you love something doesn't mean it's necessarily a good idea to try to monetize it or to create it into a business. So I just wanted to say that from the beginning because you do have to be smart and strategic about you know, what you're trying to turn into a side hustle or something. Well, right. And there is the differences between a business and a hobby. Yeah. A hobby doesn't make money. It's just something you love to do, right? Right. And according to tax law, if you do what you love in a business and you don't make money for three years, after that, it's considered a hobby. It's considered a hobby, so you don't right. get to get the tax write-offs right. anymore. We've learned that. Yeah. <laughs> we learned that. Um, <laughs> like, what? But I think just on that topic, though... Um, you know, you and I have had great ideas. We talked about that in the last podcast. We were always having ideas. And I think the one thing that did break those ideas, because I also, 
I don't want to get into a rabbit hole of con- contradictions and things like that, but I do feel that just because I don't even know where I was going with that. Sorry. Oh, I remember. Um, taking action is something we talk about all the time and you do gain clarity from action. So therefore, if you're just wanting to start a business and all you can think about is something that you're passionate about and you really feel like you want to dive head on into it, then we say go for it. Absolutely. But it's about understanding what we're going to talk about following this that you need to take into consideration because Kim and I have had a lot of great ideas. And I think the one thing that stopped me is like, do I want to do that every single day? Will it change the way that I feel about that particular thing? And is it something that I want to keep doing and try to make money in and get it all murky and and crazy at times? Because then you're going to lose that love for what you do. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, again contradicting what I just said, but you do what, if you are somebody who's listening, okay, and you're a healthcare traveler, and you're somebody who wants to start a side hustle, who wants to start your own thing, your own business, um, want to, whether you want to go full time and transition out of the hospital, or you just want to make some extra money, like that, you know, we're all in different places. But if you're if you're somebody who's interested in that or thinks about that, you definitely want to do something you're interested in, something that you do have, something you enjoy and something you have excitement towards, okay? Because this is something that you're going to be putting time and energy into. So for instance, Aaron and I would never open like a car fixing shop or something right, right? That's <laughs> like, pretty far out there okay like what? i don't know like an example or uh, a a traveler hookup site yeah kind of like the horny traveler which we actually had the idea but then we had to actually walk through that idea and be like oh no that's actually not anything that we're interested in it's right? a good idea it's a great idea and like somebody should totally do that but it wasn't something that was a good idea for us and so you don't want to just do something because that's the other thing like if we opened up a car fixing shop say for whatever reason and we are going to make a shit ton of money we are going to be millionaires I still have zero interest in that no interest in learning about it no passion towards it like I don't care if that's going to make me money. The whole point is not to make money while I want to make money. I want to enjoy what I'm doing, right? I want to enjoy the work. I want to enjoy the, you know, like what goes into that. So don't just jump. There's a lot of people who jump into like these quick fads and things like it's like make a quick buck of different things going on. And that's great. But it's not sustainable in the long term. You have to have an interest in what you're going to do or you're going to burn out so quickly. So we're saying have interest in what if you want to create a side hustle or a a business, you want to have interest in what you're doing and passion there. But on the flip side, we're going to talk about the things that you really need to be aware of if that's something you think you might want to do. Well, obviously, like last night, I had an idea, literally, I never even ran this by you, but it was an idea that I had that, you know, whatever you listen to on the news politic wise, there's always one side or the other. And then one side relays it in the way that they see it that really benefits that side of the political aisle. And I said, man, I really just want... Somebody that reads the same article from both sides and then almost gives their own spin on it in a funny but understandable way. I was like, that's the kind of news that I want to watch because I want to hear not from one side or not from the other, but somewhere down the middle and then make it entertaining and fun. But 
I don't want to be the one reading both articles and trying to come up with different ways. I do want it, but that doesn't mean I want to do it. Doesn't mean you're the person to do it. Correct. So for example, you know, with Traveler School, which was our first big, big entrepreneurial journey, I guess, or like thing that we did was we, we love teaching. We like being on video. We love traveling. We love that we were travelers and the lifestyle that had created for us. And we were always answering questions from other people who wanted to know information. There was a void in the industry because there wasn't currently a course out there that taught travelers in this step-by-step format that we had wanted and we had been looking for. And so all of that together, we are the perfect people to bring that to life and then to share it out because we are interested in it. It seemed fun. We were good at it. We were knowledgeable. We made learning fun. We were able to bring that to light and we are the perfect people to be able to do that. But I think that's a really good example too because it's something I wanted to say on the back end of one other thing we were saying was when you do start out with something, especially if it's an online business, you do have to be passionate about it because in order to build an audience, you have to do a lot of things for free for a long period of time to build up that audience, build up that trust, build up that clout. And so if you're just doing things just to make money, that's going to get frustrating really quick. Mm -hmm. When you're doing it because you love it and you enjoy it, it makes it a lot easier to then, like you said, we did every week, we did a video for almost a year before we decided that our videos were getting really long. And what if we could just bite-sized pieces into videos that people could watch on their own time, but they just get the nuggets of exactly what they need and we could dive deeper, we should create a course. And that's how it all came about because we were doing it for free because we loved it for so long, built an amazing community and then we're able to provide our community with something special. I think that's such a great I think that's such a great tip because it is. Like for instance this podcast, okay? We've been showing up every single week to record this podcast. It is one of our favorite things to do. We love we love it. It's just a free platform that we get to share our thoughts, ideas, tips, everything. We love getting on the mic and we like talking, so and telling stories. It's like one of our favorite things and doing that in a Facebook group in a training style like that didn't really make sense but a podcast made so we always had to cut ourselves short on the trainings of like we weren't able to really say all the things we wanted to say because it wasn't the right place for that where the podcast we can just get on and we can riff and we can talk and connect with you guys and we've been doing this for over a year we we don't have any real sponsors so we don't make real money from this we make money through our course through traveler school and through some other things like through our affiliate with nomadic care and different things like that but like it's not like somebody's paying us every single week to show up but we keep showing up because we love to do it and eventually it takes time but we will make money through this but we keep doing it because we enjoy it. I got to say, even to the point of my, my main excitement is taking this podcast on the road with us yeah. when we travel for the year and kind of giving those things that YouTube doesn't really are, are able to tell. We can dive deep into the stories of if we get lost or whatever mm-hmm. happens. And the podcast is a perfect platform to take everyone along with the, with us on that ride. Right. And so even if we didn't get paid again, this podcast is something that I love that I look forward to every week. And when we have missed like the three weeks we've missed in almost two years, year and a half or so. Yeah. I'm upset about it. Yeah. 
No, I, and that's such a great example because this is genuinely something Aaron and I like to do. We get excited coming up with topics. We get excited to get on the mic and talk. It's something we're so excited when we do start our year of travel, like Aaron said, to take it on the road with us and share, you know, the travel life with you. Like, so it's something that we genuinely enjoy. If we, if, if it was just about making money, we would have quit a long time ago because we're not making money specifically in a way a podcast does. Right. So, you know, it's definitely something to think about is, is you gotta like what you're actually doing. It's not about the money. You gotta like it and the money will come. Right. The money comes. Well, the money the money comes when you're when you're really doing something out of joy cuz people see that and they want to follow along and obviously if you build your audience, it's a great place to go for a business because you're doing something you love and over time things turn into things that maybe we didn't even see, which yeah. is really awesome and that's kind of a good segue into just travel because again, like the backstory, I always used to like sit there on the swing and think how the hell are Kim and I going to stay married if I can't find a way to fund her travels? <laughs> I need like a sugar travel daddy or something. You you built one. <laughs> I did. I, yeah, I did. You did. I really That's did. That's basically my focus is how can we just make money supporting Kim's travel bug? It's true. So here's the thing. You know, we are super, super passionate. Me more even than Aaron, but Not Aaron, anymore, though. but I Aaron think we're... too. I I've molded him into. <laughs> my... I found my own joys in it. No, I know you have. Um, but I've always been obsessed with traveling, and so one of my dreams has always been to for forever was to turn traveling in. How can I travel and make money and create a business through that because it's something I love so much that it never feels like work when I'm doing anything related to traveling. And so for instance, okay, because we're now we're getting into your, turning your passion into a business. Okay. So as an example, a lot of people, us included, when they're traveling, an opportunity to turn that into, you know, a business opportunity is through blogging, which we don't do, but vlogging, which... With a V as in Victor. <laughs> which we do. So that's making videos on YouTube, okay? And so that is something we're super passionate about. And and not only to turn it into, like, a business or to grow community and things like that, but also because we just genuinely like to drink wine and watch our travel videos. Like, we're obsessed with them because they're so fun. Well, it is the whole cliche, right? You do hear that a lot of times of people just being like, I just made videos because my family loves watching it. Or, But that really is it's true. true. And it just so happens I love editing and I love bringing a bunch of like takes into one big story. I've always loved doing that. So it does fit. It does. And I have to say like, cause we first started doing vlogs, you know, when years and years ago, when we first started, when we went to, was it Southeast Asia is when uh-huh. we first started? Okay. So that was back in 2016. And now we still go back and watch those videos. And I'm so grateful for them, for us, of like, wow, like these experiences that we've had that we've been able to document, now we have for the rest of our lives. And so, yes, it is for us, but also because 
we want to share our story with the with our community to show what's possible and to share cool tips and things to do and all of that, right? So we want to build community around it as well, but it's also for us. Well, and I don't want to, you know, there are podcasts that I listen to that I'm just frustrated at some of the things that that I don't feel people say. And so I do want to say, I still get goosebumps and I still get this burning sensation in my gut when I watch Karen Nate or when I watch, um, golly, I could name Tim and Finn. Tim and Finn. Um, a lot of the people that we watch, what's the food guy? Um, that we Mark? were just, Mark. I don't know his last name. Darwin. D- something. But we, we watch them and I get this burning sensation in my gut because I love watching them and they give me so much from those videos that I would be lying to you if, if I said that all I care about is my family watching these videos and all I care about is having wine on the couch and watching our past, you know, videos. That is literally the core, but I do, I would love to build a huge YouTube channel. hundred percent. Yeah, of course. Like that's the goal. Like that's the excitement. Like when we get a new subscriber or somebody. Oh, I'm so excited comments like you know this video was awesome and it gave us so many great tips on where we're going to go in St. Augustine like that like to me it makes me so excited we come running out of the room did you see the comment we were so excited you know (laughs) so here's this what we want to talk about with that is that when you okay so we're talking about creating videos and traveling that's one of our passions okay that's something we very much enjoy and just side note taking it way back even before vlogging was a thing or youtube was a thing aaron used to make slideshows mm-hmm. on cds dvds yeah dvds yeah. right that's what they're called yeah. of of pictures and, and and music and he would piece together these cool experiences that we did and he would put them in that format and we used to love to just watch and be like wow like this is so cool you brought this experience to life yeah. which is really funny every holiday i used to give you a new one we should have done youtube like way back in the well day. i know and then i used to volunteer for any work project i'll say i'd pick up a camera and film it and make I mean, I made a video for our Christmas party that I created. I made a project, our closing project of our leadership fellowship member. I did that whole Mm -hmm. book reading thing and turned it into a video where it looked like the poem continued. So I used to do this all the time. Yeah. Anyway. That was great, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. What was it called? Never. Oh, how how the the places will go. Yeah, it was a travel book. It was. Okay. So anyways, I keep saying this, but the whole like... What we're trying to get at with the whole passion into a business thing is, okay, we want to turn our vlog, our YouTube channel into a a business opportunity, right? That completely changes the experience you have when you travel, okay? So like, for instance, we're not just like, we love traveling, right? So we're like, hey, like, let's go here and let's go explore and let's go try this food and go on this hike and let's just go. Let's go, meet go. friends. Yeah, let's, let's go. See where the night takes us. Yeah, you're totally free, right? That's a beautiful part of travel. That's why I love travel so much. When you're incorporating filming it with the intention to create a video to share, it completely changes the game. It changes the experience. You have to think about what shot you want to get. What are the tips you want to share? What do you want to say? What's the angle? Like, What's the storyline? How's the lighting? What's the flow of the video? Yeah. How's, how's the sound? There's so many things. How you want to piece it together? Who's talking what? 
Yep. And we've argued more doing that than we have when you just normally would travel. You're constantly on. You're constantly thinking all the time. And it changes the experience of it. So travel is something we're super passionate about. But taking that and turning it into like a business opportunity through vlogging completely changes the relationship with travel, right? Because we're we're on in a completely different way than we would be had we not been trying to capture and share this entire experience. Well, right. And then when you throw in the fact of, again, being that complete honesty of if you're putting all this work in and right now, as it sits, I've been editing for a long time. I'm nowhere near that. I mean, I'm, I'm nowhere near one editor. of the best. I'm a good editor, but my speed and efficiency is not very good. But it takes about eight to 12 hours to finish an entire video. Just to put up on YouTube, not including, you know, all the titles and the things you have to do and the thumbnails and the tags and the locations and the description. All of that takes a lot of time. So if you're putting all that work into it and you're not seeing growth, you're not getting views on your video, that just adds so much pressure when you're trying to turn it into a business. Mm -hmm. Because then it's like, well, this video didn't work. So what didn't work about it. And so we can't do that again. And we need to do something else. And it just, again, you lose sight of the love for travel when you're so absorbed in building it as a business. Yeah, exactly. So a good, a good example of this is when we were in New Zealand. Oh God. Okay. So we were, we filmed our whole uh, trip there and, you know, so again, before, so we went to New Zealand with the intention that we are going to be traveling the world for a year. And New Zealand was kicking this off for us. And this was pre-COVID, okay? So we came home because of COVID. So, but we didn't know this. So our goal was for this year of travel, we were going to film everything, okay? We were going to do a, a, a daily vlog or five days a week. We were, had really high expectations. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. So we're in New Zealand. So we did great. We filmed everything. We made so many videos. And it was fun. But... One day we go to a Bell Tasman, which is like one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. And mm -hmm. we did this insane hike and you're like walking on these cliffs and it's just beautiful blue water. And I just wanted to like listen to a podcast and zone out and just be, I was just like, wow, like look at where we are. I just want to take this in. I just want to like not talk. I just want to be by myself. You know, it was just, I was just really feeling like I wanted to enjoy that experience. And we were filming a video. And so Aaron was in a completely different mindset. Mm -hmm. So he's wanting to take all these shots. And, and you know, he's trying to talk to me when I'm, you know, listening to my podcast. And, you know. I'm talking about the flow of the video and who said what and what we've already said. And what are some tips that we want to bring? Because this is, one, a place that everybody goes. So I thought this will be a great video to show people what this is really like as they're planning their New Zealand trip they can follow along. So I wanted to make it a fun, beautiful, and flowy video. Right. Kim was not on board. Right, which is what you have to do to make a video, right? That's the whole point. But I wasn't in the mood. And in that moment, I was just like, this is ruining this experience for me. 
I don't want a camera in my face all the time. I don't want to have to be on. I don't want to have to think of a, you know, what I want to share with the people. I just want to be. I just want to enjoy myself. And we ended up getting into a fight because we were frustrated. So I was frustrated. Aaron was frustrated with me because he's like, we said we were going to do this video. Like, why? Come on. Like, what are you doing? And so it was just really frustrating. But it brought up a lot for us of, okay, we have to find some kind of a balance because Filming every day does take away the experience in some situations. And I want to just be able to travel and be out there and be free and do my own thing. And I also do want to film. So we have to find some balance with it. Well, right. And that kind of brought it to a head. And, and it's it's really, there were some good points on both sides. Because one, I'm not the type of person that is literally just going to turn the camera on and film this and right. film that. And then just... If there's not a beginning, middle, and end to our story and the storyline that we're trying to create, I don't want to film it because it's going to be way more time on the back end trying to piece this together. And it's just not worth it to me because I do have the personality that if I'm doing something, it's going to be the best and more that I can give. And when your partner, who carries most of the videos, isn't on, that created a whole line of like, we can't travel the world and do five videos a day if this is you know, your third day and we're in a beautiful place that we had planned on filming and you just don't feel like doing it. Right. Which again, if it wasn't about a business, then it's like, who cares? Who cares? Whatever. Like we just missed out. But because we were really trying to build our YouTube channel, that was a prime location to film. So you got to be on. Yeah. And we had made the commitment to do the filming every day. Mm -hmm. And so again, we're, you know, talking about traveling specifically and how by turning that into a business has changed the travel experience and so maybe it's not traveling for you but whatever that passion you might be thinking about looking at it objectively from that way of it will change how you do it it will change the experience of it it is more thought it is more pressure it is completely different than just going and enjoying something completely on your own without any strings attached it changes the experience of what you love. Well, it really does. Exactly. Uh, Good. Go but I just want to say on the flip side of that. Well, I did want to add just real quick. Okay. So stay on that. But I was going to say we had talked about how we love this podcast. And so there are things that you absolutely love. Honestly, turning on the mic when the mic goes red and I can see our voices are registering on our recording program. I'm absolutely excited when we're in here like flowing but just to do a podcast is not turning on the mic and hitting, you know, start and stop. There's a lot of things that go into it. Editing the podcast post, mm. creating a website for a platform that people can go to, making sure that your uh, platform that you're using is corresponding with the other platforms that people are listening to podcasts. How are people listening to the podcast? Mm -hmm. You could have an amazing podcast, but if people don't know about it, they're not listening to it. So that's another aspect of work that... You all, you always, a lot of times don't even consider goes into it. And so that can take away from the beauty of what you love, which is pushing play and getting on this mic. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. So on the flip side of saying, oh, you know, we got to find a balance because it takes away from the experience. On the other side of that, filming adds so much value to our experience personally because our opinion 
in our experience because we really enjoy it. It's it's fun for us. We like to be on camera. We like to share tips. We like to be like, wow, this was so cool. We want to share it with other people. We enjoy the the planning process of, hey, let's go here because this would be a really fun video to shoot or this is a cool thing we want to share with other people. And it pushes us, right? It gives us some kind of like motivation and push to get out and go do something when maybe we're feeling kind of lazy and just want to lay by the beach or whatever the case is. So we really do enjoy the filming part of it because it is fun for us. It does add a lot to the experience too. Well, yeah, I've learned more about the places that we filmed than the places that we haven't filmed. Because mm-hmm. of the fact that we look into it, we read about it, we want to know about it, we want to know the different shots, we want to know shots that people have taken already. Maybe there are some other shots that somebody hasn't taken, and we can bring that information to light. There are, for instance, we just went to Joshua Tree and we stopped into Pioneer Town this last weekend. Mm-hmm. And literally, Pioneer Town is not a place that you go and hang out all day. You literally just walk through it. It's an old movie set. But because we were filming, I thought it would be fun to really explore it. And Kim and I ended up doing this impromptu recreation of what we think is a Western using what you can visualize in Pioneer Town. And because of that, we spent a lot longer time there. We really explored it. We had fun with it. We were running around. We were laughing. And we created a fun little takeaway that I'll never forget about Pioneer Town. I know. I like so don't want to see that footage. Oh, it's hilarious. I, Aaron made me do an accent and for some reason it was supposed to be Western, but my accent came out Southern gangster. I think it was it more was... like she thought Western <laughs> meaning like Compton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, like West West, West Side. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what happened there, no. but. It was fitting. I'm excited to see it come to life. And I think that's the other thing is. It really allows Aaron and I to be creative. Like, we are creative. We like to come up with cool things to do. We like to come up with, you know, different uh, storylines and and different, uh, you know... Almost methods, too. Yeah, it's fun. We like talking about it. Like, okay, do you want to do this? Is this a cool transition? Like, oh, let's go over here and show this. It, it, it really is a creative outlet for us, so it is a lot of fun. So with that being said... Yes, does it take away the experience in some ways when you're not feeling it, 100%. But it also does add a lot to our experience, 1 million percent. And it really does, maybe I already said this, but I get really excited to wherever we're going to go, like research all these cool things. Because I'm like, ooh, you know, and I would do this anyways, I guess, because I, I like to go do those things and have these experiences. But I I want to get in and see all the cool things there is to do and then say, okay, let's go do a video on this. Okay, let's go do a video on this because it's fun. And like it gives these ideas of this would be fun to share and fun to shoot. So let's get out and go do it, mm-hmm. you know? But we also found out that shooting steps us out of our comfort zone a lot because mm-hmm. we end up talking to more people. We want to get the in-depth. We want to meet locals. We want to get those, you know, different experiences that maybe people didn't get that I don't know if we would do if we were just traveling. Mm-hmm. 100%. So we just wanted to share this with you because it's something to think about, okay? Because we always encourage people to do something that they love. 
But just know that when you are taking something you love and turning it into a business venture, it's going to change the way you experience that thing. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is just something to think about because I don't think it's talked about enough that it does change that. So is it worth it to you to lose some of that, you know, maybe love or freedom in that thing that you, in your hobby, to turn it into a business, or is it not? But that's up to you, because it it will change things. It is up to you to evaluate, and I think a really good example really quick was um, somebody that we were listening to on a podcast was talking about how they loved longboard skateboards, Mm. and it was kind of their thing that after a long day of work, they would just get on their board, they would go ride, it was amazing, and they felt that they needed to get out of the job they were doing. So if they loved longboard skateboards, then they should turn that into a profession. Well, that person ended up starting to ride professionally as a longboard skateboarder. And that's like going down these crazy hills and all of these crazy kind of things of, of roads you don't really know. But in order to compete professionally, you have to train. And so he was saying that, he started realizing what he loved so much about longboarding, he started to hate because when it was raining and it was windy, he had to go out and train even when he didn't want to ride his board. So it started to take the love away from what he loved doing. So he stopped doing it and has now regained that love for riding his board whenever he wants and yeah. not have not having to do it because it's a business. Yeah. If that makes any sense, yeah, another way to like really grasp what we're trying to talk about. Yeah, hopefully this is me. Hopefully this is making sense for you guys. I mean, again, you guys listen to this podcast. You know, we teach through our own story. That's the way that we like to teach. I could probably throw you ten million examples of what we're talking about, but we are teaching through our we, own story of what we understand yeah, and we, how we understand this to be true. We chose travel as an example because that's something we're passionate about that we're turning into it, or we have turned in to a business and so we wanted to use that to share and you can put in the blank take out travel and put in whatever and just use it as a way to gauge you know how you feel about things changing Mm because that is the truth even writing that's another like I love to write and I I don't actually write very much anymore I used to write a lot more but I used to like I used to do it all the time and when you're writing for a job is very different than just, you know, free writing or, you know, writing. When a, you have a deadline. Yeah. Writing a fun blog or writing in your journal or whatever. When you, when it's turned into, yeah, you're writing for a deadline. You're writing for work. You're, you're, it, it changes the way that you feel about writing. It, not that you don't enjoy it necessarily, but it does put a little bit more pressure on it and different things. So anyways, those are just some things to think about. The second thing that we want to talk about is this cliche thing we hear. Like It's such a quote. It's all over the place. And it says, if you love what you do, you'll never work another day in your life. And every time I see that, I just like, I just laugh because it's such bullshit. And... And what we're, so we want to get into that a little bit. Cause like, what does that actually mean? And I, okay? I, would, I would like to preface that I understand what they're I know. getting at. And, and I do again, you know, like we had talked about before, even though Kim and I might be arguing and, and maybe it takes away from the experience when we're YouTubing and whatever, 
it's still, I still feel so blessed that we're, we had the ability to even do this. Oh, so fuck it, yeah. I would rather have a bad day filming than a good day in the hospital. Oh my gosh. I'd rather pluck my eyelids off than go to the hospital. So yeah. So we get what it's <laughs> yeah, saying. I totally get what it's saying. When you really break it down, it is bullshit. Yeah. And here's why. Because when you are creating and building anything, okay, it takes a lot of work. It takes more work than just clocking in and out of a hospital. Okay. There were times, I think I actually even said to Aaron one time, and it was when we were creating our course or something, but I was like, I almost just want to say, screw this whole entrepreneur thing. And let's just go back to being nine to five workers in the hospital because it's easier. It's easier. You clock in, you do your exams, you clock out at five and you know that you are done. You, you don't, as long as you're not on call, you don't take the work home with you. Well, right. And I think too, you kept going back to remember when we were in the Bay area and I was in that contract in wine country and you were in Stanford and then after you were off or on the weekends, you used to drive up and we used to literally just like spend the entire weekend exploring and mm-hmm. having fun and, and like going to new restaurants and new wineries and going on bike tours. And we lived our lives and then you would come down to Stanford back home basically. And we would explore that area every single weekend and get every minute out of the time that we had yeah. versus when we were doing an entrepreneur thing, we would work our full week. We would come home on the weeknights, we would work, and then on the weekends, we might go to dinner because that's the time we had because we were working on a new business venture. Yeah, yeah, and when you were saying that, I was like, oh, those were like the best times in my life. That, it was so much fun because we were, because we're all about exploring and and when you're somewhere new, you want to get out there and you want to get the most out of it before you move on. But the missing link there was that, you know, for eight hours a day, we were, you know, going through the motions of doing work we didn't love, right? And so that's not sustainable forever. And so I think we kind of got sidetracked. But the whole point was that when you're building anything, it's going to take a lot of work, okay? When we were building our course, for instance, Traveler School, it took us, uh, how many months did it take us? Six months. I don't know if it took six months. It was, oh no, it was, so it was like beginning of October, end of September to December. Uh, December. We launched it. So three months, but even before that, we, you know, we had to write out every single module and details, you guys, like so many details. We had to write out every single module. We had to learn how to build a website, learn how to build a website, learn how to build a course. Then we had to film. Oh my gosh, I just, edit. if you want to watch something funny, go to our YouTube channel, Kim and Aaron G, find the Traveler School bloopers, mm-hmm. because I watch those and I'm, it just brings like flashbacks of just hours and hours and hours, day in and day in. like some of the videos would be the sun was up and it would be the same module and like it would be pitch black mm-hmm. and we just worked our dicks off for yeah. three months and we were working full time. So we were also working full time and then coming home and doing the course. But it was something we were excited about. We were passionate about. We were, you know, energized by the fact that we were creating this. We put a deadline on it, which helped because it put a fire under our ass to get it done. But it was a lot of work, but it was fun. I enjoyed it, but it was a lot of like effort and time and grit and like 
getting shit done. Mm -hmm. And I know that one thing that we still battle to this day and we've gotten better at it is over time because we've been at this now for almost four years of just like building different businesses and different things that we're passionate about (laughs) Um, (laughs) quote unquote or just something that we feel like we could do that's creative That that, that that we're interested in and we've realized that when you don't clock in or clock out and all Kim and I have ever known is clocking in and clocking Mm -hmm. out that tends to lead down especially somebody who's extremely analytical like I am that I'm not doing enough, that the next person is doing more, that I need to stay on. And I got to a point where I was literally staying up till two, three in the morning editing videos and then waking up, you know, four hours later, going to work, coming home, still working on things. And it's just not sustainable because there's nobody telling you when to cut off, when to go home, when to leave, when to stop, when to put your computer down. That's all on you. Mm -hmm. And so you're hearing a lot of these entrepreneurs now And I always hear it when they're like very successful that they say they look back and they say, man, like I wasted so much time in my life and excuse me, in different experiences that I should have backed off a little bit and kind of enjoyed that whole process. And so Mm -hmm. we're learning that now Mm -hmm. that we cut off. We are very strict in a schedule and then we cut off. But again, we're doing work that we love. Yeah. And but we need to cut off. But yeah. And even with this this current podcast that we're recording right now, you know, we, what time is it? Five o'clock? Okay. So we'll be done after this. But we wanted to just go watch Firefly Lane because it's we awesome. We wanted to go to dinner tonight. <laughs> well, we didn't go to dinner because we couldn't get a reservation. That's but, true. um, but we wanted to just go and be kind of lazy and wa- catch up on our Netflix show because we only have three episodes left and we're like, really want to see what happens. But we were like, no, let's go record the podcast so that tomorrow you have a free day and let's just go get it done. Let's get it done. Let's get it edited. But it's still like work, right? We're here. We had to type out this whole thing of all of our ideas and thoughts and things we wanted to say. Put it in alignment. Put it in order and then actually get on the mic and speak for an hour. And then Aaron will take this and we get off and he'll edit it. And that will take about an hour and I'll do the description and that will take me a little bit. So it, it it's work and it's time. It's time. But it's something that, again... I'm enjoying, I enjoy it. So, you know, again, circling all the way back, if you want to create and build anything. So yes, if you don't, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Okay, bullshit on the fact that of course you're going to work. It's work, it's time, it's energy, it's effort, it's grit, it's all the things. And there's there's also lots of things that you might not want to do. Mm. On it, like let's let's talk about that for a second because there there's lots of of things that are part of building a business that you don't necessarily want to do. Like you don't want if it wasn't for Aaron because we're partners, and so he does all the technical stuff and he built the website and he does all this technical stuff. If it wasn't for him, I would have to hire somebody because I want nothing to do with that. Well, and I mean, flip side. I want nothing to do with writing emails and literally writing posts and doing stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not into that whole putting pictures together and creating a creative post that's inspiring, but yet informative. I don't like doing any of that. Right. I would rather be behind my computer. That makes me feel a lot better and which I like writing emails to businesses, but I don't like writing emails to our community. Yeah. 
gosh, you can you can bust out a mean business email. Like, it's my thing. Boss. It's so good. Um, but I think the point was that there's always going to be things you don't want to do that actually feel like work, that aren't fun. It's not always fun. It's not always rainbows and butterflies. Yes, you get to create something that you're passionate about. Yes, you get to be in control of your own time. And you better enjoy what you're doing. You have, even if we're talking about like, you know, your passion, not, you know, turning your passion into a business, but you better enjoy what you're doing because it's going to take a lot of time and effort. Well, it's also, <laughs> let's be real with it. It starts off as a side hustle, right? Mm-hmm. So that usually means you have some sort of nine to five or you have some sort of career. So when you're doing something, actually think down the line and think, can I have the worst day in my nine to five and still be excited to come home and work on this side project that might or might not be successful? Mm-hmm. And if you can get behind that, of you get excited to go home and work on something on the side and that lights you up, well, then you might have found what you need to move forward on. Right. But also just playing devil's advocate is just because you don't always feel excited or lit up for Correct. what you are going to do doesn't mean it's not what you should be doing. Right. Or that, right. For instance, we're launching an Amazon store, right? As you guys know, we've created these backpacks. We're launching an Amazon store. We couldn't be more excited. It's something we are so passionate about because it's also a a giving back method. So, you know, a a portion of all of our proceeds will go towards giving back to the communities we're visiting while we're traveling. And so it's like a mission-based business. It's something we're so stoked to share with the world. The backpack is badass. And it's creative. It was something we got to create. We created it. We built it. We're excited for Amazon. Amazon and learning all the things that come with building an Amazon business. Like we're just, we're so excited to launch this and get into the world, but it doesn't mean that there's a lot to learn. And we're, this is all new to us. This e-commerce is something we've never, it's, we're learning from the bottom, right? From the foundational stuff all the way up. We didn't know anything. And so when we're like, okay, we should go finish watching this course because we need to, you know, refresh our memory on X, Y, and Z. We're like, oh, gosh, I don't really feel like doing that right now. Because it is still work. It is still using your brain and thinking. Even though we're so excited about Amazon, it still feels like, oh, I don't feel like doing that right now. But we're like, but damn, we need to. You well, know? yeah, and I mean, learning the back end of how to build your Amazon store and the listing and all the keywords and all the things that go into that, like, that's all, like feels like school yeah and it's like i don't really want to learn this can i just hire somebody and yes you can but it's like kim and i want to be freaking good at what we're doing and we want to understand it because that's how you need to successfully run a business we always say we want our foundation built of solid stone cement rock whatever and not sand because once Mm -hmm. shit hits the fan if you're built in sand you're going to sink and we don't want to do that. And so we really... You have to be able to do it on your own first. Correct. And I think too, like going to that point of like you bringing up the Amazon store, that was one thing that all those things that we said about YouTube, about the fact that we were like, we're going to film five days a week and we want to build our YouTube channel into this big community that we could possibly make money in. And how great would that be to have a YouTube business? And oh my God, it would mix so well with the podcast. And after going to New Zealand and then COVID hit, this is the one thing that I look and I just thank God every day that, you know, on a on a benefit side outside of all the devastation that COVID has caused, but from a 
positive point of view of what I can take from this experience, it allowed us to rethink about do do we want to film five days a week to where you go through your Abel Talisman, you know, meltdown in a way and not want to film, but that's what we've put all of our chips in to like start a business. That's what got us thinking about Amazon because it is something that we're passionate about, that we're create we can be creative and we like. But it takes the pressure off of filming. Now it's like YouTube is now fun. And if it turns into something, great. But we don't really have the pressure of having to rely on that to keep traveling because we want money to keep traveling. So we need our videos to do well. It becomes now like, let's focus on Amazon because that's fun. We can do what we need to do for Amazon and then go out and experience these things that we want to experience and film them if we want. And travel, yeah. So we still want to do YouTube videos but we're going to scale it way back where it's more fun for us to do because there's not as much pressure on it because we have built a business where we're making money and YouTube, yes, it can grow. And here's the thing too. I mean, you to make money on YouTube, it takes years, you guys. Like it's not like something that you just go out and do. It can, it takes years. And, um, yeah, so it's not even just something you go out and just say, right. yeah. Just because you're taking yeah. a year of travel doesn't mean yeah. you're going to, right. doesn't mean shit. But we wanted to grow into a big community. That was kind of one of our, our I'm looking at our, our vision board from last year and we had 100,000 subscribers. Like that was our goal. And that was a big deal to us. And, and we still want to do that, but we're going to do it in a more fun way that's less, less pressure, Correct. if that makes sense. And that's what I was saying about evaluating the fact of like the, the challenges that we faced when you're trying to turn something you love into a business and then how to like maybe still do that, but find a way to take the pressure off so you still enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Well, hopefully that was helpful for any entrepreneurs listening. And again, we just wanted, we were having a discussion. It was one of those talks that it was the same conversation we had. We were feeling super inspired listening to that podcast. And so all these thoughts were coming into mind. And and so we thought we would just wanted to, to share those ideas to hopefully give it some insight into the reality of, you know, starting your own thing and things to think about and just, yeah, just. I mean, honestly, just taking some of the tips and really thinking about it, thinking about it down the line and actually writing it out, maybe getting really clear of all the tips that we said, does this register? Does this make sense? And obviously if none of it makes sense then keep doing what you're doing. Um, But we really, I just honestly, I've always felt that when we first started, we just set kind of like this broad list of we want to do something that allows us to be creative, works from our computer from any location in the world that has Wi-Fi, allows us to travel and not be like glued to one location. Uh, What we put into it, we get out of. We wanted to work together um, and, and build a business together. And we wanted to really work less, have more experiences and still make the same amount of money, if not more. And those were the parameters we set and we just started chipping away until we started finding things that fit those parameters that we felt good about. And it's taken a lot of experiments and we've really dove down the paths of like, what does this look like down the long run? And do we want to like pivot now and kind of do this more for fun or do we want to dive headfirst into this? Mm -hmm. And it's just been a learning process. And again, all these things we said, yes, something to think about, but also understanding that action 
clarity comes from action. Yeah. And so you got to just take those steps too to figure to these things out. Yeah, to see what it feels like, to see if it becomes more fun, if it doesn't, what if yeah, what it feels like, how it goes, take the steps. We again, I think we can become very um uh what's it paralysis by analysis paralysis by analysis just overthinking things so much all the time just go take a step you you, you're interested in something go figure it out like go take the first step see what it feels like see what's going on see what else is happening is there is there you know a place for you in the marketplace is it going to add value you know just kind of get out there get started and see how it goes and with that that's it. Let's go eat. I'm hungry. I'm bam. Grilled chicken Caesar salads tonight? Yeah. I just want to like rip into the bag of croutons. I know. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't now. already. I'm, that's honestly what I'm thinking about right now. But awesome. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it out with a friend. Um, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We love seeing you guys' input and hearing your comments. And... With that, we will see you next Tuesday for another episode. Bye. Bye-bye.